Bay Buccaneers pick. With the first pick in the 2015 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jameis Winston. Welcome to Tampa, this the home of the bus. Yep. Silverado's in the models getting thrown in the truck. Let's it's go. just a model getting bottles and we throwing them up. You see the 50 in the Tahoe's when I go to the club. Yep. Hey, what up 941? What up Club Scott? What up? Hook your hands up to the ceiling, pray the realest never die. Amen. Got some women in my section and my liquor on the side. Woo. Blast it, hop on Tampa Road and hit the traffic. Uh. This the home where you could come and get your ass kicked. Go to any school around and find a draft pick. Tatted white boy slinging with the plastic. Lot of white girls looking white girl plastic. Damn. Big ass city, this the home of all the titties. You could come and throw your 50s while we rolling like the 60s. Rocking in my city, got my vodka in my handy. Got me bumping pocket ditty. Tell the cops to come and get me. Go. We just got Mike Evans. We got this Sean Jackson. McCoy's on that line. If you running, we're smashing. Bang. Been sleeping on us. We stay underrated. We went and got Jameis like fuck graduation. Fuck graduation. They trying to shoot us down, but we keep afloat. Hey. It's cannons over here, we don't need a boat. Hey, they talking all this shit, but I don't see them though. Nah, I hit the O and two, and now I'm three and zero. From the D to the Bay, this the new city. new city. When you see the pirate ship, know the crew with me. We lost a lot of chances, there was too many. Now we back to business, so you know I got the suit with me. Hall of Fame gang, what up? Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to King Sportscast with the big Bucks win and the Rays in the playoffs. It was a big weekend for Tampa sports and uh, exciting for football. Let's round up some games we previewed. Uh, I got Stevie Mac, Mac Attack back with us. What's up, man? Going pretty good, man. Had some pretty good games we previewed last week. Guess we'll just go over real quick. Big Bucks win. Put up a lot of points against a good defense. Jameis looked a lot better. We almost fumbled it away. We almost had another last week, but we made it through this week. Big win. Yeah, and we put up a lot of points. The Rams gave us a lot of points. Uh, when Jameis threw that pick six, I was nervous, though. I was real nervous when Jameis threw that pick six. He doesn't make it easy for any of us Bucks fans or uh, Tampa Bayers. No, not at all, but he's been looking good as far as getting it to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Shaq Barrett's having a fantastic game. He might, he's, might be the defensive player of the year candidate right now. Him and uh, the Indomitian Sioux return, that was really awesome. I think Shaq Barrett has something like nine or eight or nine sacks and like three interceptions, which four games into a season is absolutely ridiculous. For a defensive end, absolutely. For a defensive end, like in his year five, who who was he last year? Nah, he's definitely come out of nowhere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if it's Todd Bowles or who it is, but he's, they've been some out of him. Mendomikin looked real fast on that return as well. A lot of defensive linemen look real fast when they catch that football. Yeah, once they get the ball in their they hands, they don't up. look like defensive linemen anymore. <laughs> Had to feel good playing going against the Rams and getting that touchdown, though, uh, against his old team. And to seal the win off is always big in, in their stadium. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's time to start talking about Chris Godwin. He was in the top tier receiver in the game, maybe top fifteen. Uh, picked him up in fantasy. He's doing he's doing things for me right now. He's looking real good. James is getting him the ball. Seems like him and Mike Evans are kind of just trading off weeks now. That's gonna look explosive, especially if Ronald Jones is another game like he did last yesterday. Ronald Jones is looking real good this year. Real good surprise considering he averaged like a point five yards of carry last year. And Peyton too. I mean, if you actually look at the Bucks offense across the board, we're loaded between the uh, the receiving core. We have great OJ Howard. I was just gonna get back to the, to the tight ends. Great OJ Howard. The running backs are really good. It's just Winston. If Winston doesn't throw the ball to the other team, we'll probably win the game. It's pretty much the Bucks mo. That's, that was the ending of our Thursday night game. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball to the other team. Yeah, um, on uh, I think on social media. The worst 2-2 two and two team in the league, the Eagles. I think on social media I saw them put uh, that play and the Seahawks playing the Super Bowl back-to-back, and it sounded the exact same. When are you going to learn to not throw the ball that close to the goal line? 
Aaron Jones is a good back, and they run the ball really well. Like, in all seriousness, they they had eight chances to get the ball in, and it was like nine minutes left in the game. They had two goal line stands given up that the end of that series. You got you got to win the game, Aaron Rodgers. You're the best if you're the best quarterback in the game. If you're the best. If you're the best. Wentz squeezes out with another one. Yeah, it did. It wasn't. It didn't look good. It was handed to him, but they got it. Uh, they're two and two. A very very winnable division or division. The Cowboys lost. That, that makes it a right there. Yeah, they're only one game behind. The Cowboys didn't look that good against the Saints. The Saints shut them down. I think it was real big. Uh, the over routes that Dak Prescott was seeing all the first three weeks weren't there this week, and he really struggled. So they're going to have to figure something out in uh, Dallas because it looked like the Saints kind of gave him a blueprint. Man, if that Saints defense can keep playing like that, Bridgewater can keep getting you four or five field goals. I mean, Dump down Teddy, what they need to call him, because Jesus Christ, he dumped it down a lot. <laughs> but I mean, like if the if the if defense is only gonna give him only gonna give up ten points, all you need is twelve, then Teddy will get you that. But they're definitely waiting for Drew Brees to come back. I don't think they're gonna keep giving up. Just need a little more. But I think the Cowboys also have a pretty good defense, as we talked about. We thought that they were gonna do a, a pretty good job if anyone was going to against Kamara. They did a really good job against Kamara. We we kind of knew Michael we, Thomas is gonna do better yeah. against that. That's a those are two tough defenses yeah. going against each other, and especially with running backs. Cause that linebacking core for Dallas might be the best linebacking core in the uh, league. Like Ezekiel Elliott's gonna do better too. Yeah. Both of those offenses kind of met. And that's a team that's played each other a couple times recently, so they've kind of played like similar opponents. <laughs> I think anybody would be mad if we see them in the playoffs down the road here soon. I mean, that's a good That'd game. Be another that's good quality game. football. Especially if you see Drew Brees in there, Zeke will be back to Zeke. It'd be a good game. Another good game from our actual best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes. He didn't actually have any touchdowns, but he kind of did an old Brady. He ran for the win. Yeah, it was a, a very exciting game. Lions, Lions are a, uh, the most underrated fo- team in football. The Lions are looking really good on all three levels, on both sides of the ball. The receiving core is extremely underrated. The rookie tight end is, uh, I know he's in concussion protocol now, but he's acclimating to the NFL really, really well. Actually, a couple of rookie tight ends in the league are <coughs> on a different topic, but I think the Lions are a good team. I think the Chiefs are just so uberly talented that it's, gonna be, it's hard to beat them, especially if you make uh, some of the mistakes the Lions made. Kelsey lateral to LaShawn McCoy, awesome. and then you saw LaShawn McCoy hold the ball with one hand, that which was is awesome. awesome. Yeah, Stafford fumbled the ball on the one-yard line, and then uh, on Johnson on the next possession fumbled the ball on the one-yard line in the end zone that was run back for a touchdown, and that's how... They really did everything they could to lose and the they, game. And they only lost by four points to the best team in the league. If you're the they Lions... Handed, they should be 4-0. They handed away their losses. More victories were a thing. I think the Lions will feel pretty good about where they're at leaving Kansas City. The leader of moral <laughs> victories, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, absolutely. Back to that Lions game real quick, though. The catch rule still ain't fixed all the way because that Kenny Galladay uh, touchdown in the back of the end zone was a catch in my book. C- not just because he's on my fantasy team. He's also on my fantasy team in another league. Also. It, was a good, it was a good catch. They say he juggled it towards the end. Well, it was an out-of-bounds thing. It's nuance of the catch rule, something that needs to be fixed, I think. But, I mean, at the same time, the human error is going to always be a part of the game. There was the, the Super Bowl catch. It was the running back for the Eagles that caught it, and it looked like he was still juggling out of bounds, and they kept it as a touchdown. Yeah, there's and then the, uh, yeah, there's, there's like, something very similar to that. To where he never lost, The ball never hit the ground. He didn't move enough to where you could you could doubt control when he was out of bounds in the back of the end zone. The ball doesn't hit the ground. It should be a catch, in my opinion, if he gets two feet in. The refs get more than me to call the game. The NFL have are the only set of referees of professional sports in America that aren't full-time. 
every other sport's full time. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Uh, with because all the money that the NFL makes, they should definitely be paying their refs full time. Other thing with these ref issues that we can be taken care of is if you paid them full time, yeah. and clearly the money's there. I don't understand why they wouldn't be doing NBA, some type of off-season MLB. training programs anyway that would require them to be a full time employee. That makes that makes more sense. I mean, they should be weekly being studying their craft, not, but most of them have jobs and then yeah. do refereeing also. That's a hell of a side gig, though, I might say. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend, Bob? Oh, I got to ref the Buccaneers-Packers game this week. And we were talking about, I think, off-air, like how weird it would be to like be a referee. Like, where do you start stuff, yeah. like, you know, to, to actually get there. It's just a weird thing to want to be. Yeah, definitely taking time to like acclimate on your first game, like to go from watching the game to calling the fouls. And first parent yell at me, we got the fight, <laughs> something like that, you know what I mean? Sidebar from the referee combo. Uh, so this Browns-Ravens game, we're kind of long looking into it. The, the Ravens defense is starting to look a little less suspect than our previous thought. You know, Baker Mayfield and the Brownies came out and did their thing. Browns definitely got a big win this week. The Ravens defense has been look, looked real weak the last two weeks. They've given up about the many points as the Bucks have. That, that whole game was changed by that 80-yard toss by uh, Nick Chubb. It's one of those plays that kind of breaks the back of a team. Honestly, can't wait for the next one between those two because I think that was a good game, good matchup. I, I just think that annoyed the Ravens a little too early after that uh, beatdown of the Dolphins. Prisoner of the moment, like with the Cowboys and, you know, caught by storm. Even, you know, even the Patriots with the, against the Bills, they kind of slowed down this week. The Bills are a lot better on defense than I think people are giving them credit for. I think that Patriots game was more of a credit to the Bills than it was a something against the Patriots, because I think that Bills defense is, is really for real. I think it's been a while, a couple of years now they've been building this a really good defense, and we've seen glimpses glimpse of it the last few years. I think this is the year where we're kind of seeing the, the real defense come to fruition. A.C. Jackson balled out for the Patriots. Yeah, he blocked the, he blocked the kick. Fletcher's a seven-time Pro Bowler for special teams. Could yeah. you imagine? They just actually signed him to like a big contract Yeah, that's extension. awesome. But yeah, he got his, that was his As first a special touchdown. Team. That was his first touchdown of his, of his career. So he got that after the J.C. Uh, and then he had the cool pick where he stiff-armed yeah. the receiver right after. He had two picks J.C. Jackson did last, yeah. uh, last night. Which he was, balled out. Yeah, that's, that's, hey, he's another Always, tool in that. Yeah, in Belichick that. Pulls, him, pulls him from everywhere. He's another Malcolm Butler, basically. Third, fourth-round pick out of a small school with the tools that all that dogs turns, that turns all into dogs. a dog exactly he has him he has Harmon, who's the same type of way he has the, the mccordy's the, the mccordy brothers <laughs> so they're all the similar guys not the fastest not the strongest not the tallest but they just they're, they know how to play the game they know how to play their position and they're, they're all dogs. tough, and, and they, dogs. they'll tackle. Exactly. Tough tackle, man coverage. But that's that's the Belichick way. I mean, you can you can look throughout his whole career. Ty Law, Rodney Harrison, just there's, there's many Darryl people. Revis. Yeah, there's many people throughout throughout the um, Belichick's career where you can say, wow, that that, that guy fits the mold, and J.C. Jackson fits another one of them. Even on the front seven, there's a couple guys who fit the mold that of the of the brewskis, and it's really just a testament to what Bill Belichick has been able to do in finding NFL players wherever he's looked. It's awesome. Yeah, Jamie Collins looks like a Pro Bowler again. Like, I mean, our offense plug is the and same play. way. I think Edelman is a is a is a is even like a really good receiver in any other system, but and he's a pro. He's a all of, almost a Hall of Famer in some people's eyes. As, as he's good. second in postseason yards yeah. behind Jerry Rice. I, he to me almost is like if he goes in the Hall of Fame, he'll be like the Eli Manning of receivers in the Hall of Fame. He's like of. you know he's like the Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Where he's like the sixth man yeah. off the bench. Hall of Fame. Yeah, but I feel like he'll go. He'll wins like, titles like, with. Yeah, most of his Hall of Fame resume comes from postseason accolades. Where that's where the money's made, though. I mean, that's where you try to win your games in the postseason. Week five coming up. We got some uh, 
some interesting little matchups here. We got Uncle Rico versus uh, Kyle Allen. So is Uncle Rico the name we're using? Because I like Sunshine from Remember the Titans, personally. I just saw the video of him so, hanging yeah, out he, with Uncle he Rico does look this just week. like Uncle Rico, which is hilarious. And he has some good stories. I'm talking about Gardner Mitchell, of course. The one story I like is apparently after games, he likes to do yoga in, his, in jock straps in the locker room, which is hilarious to me. Like, what? That's the most, like, Hollywood sunshine thing I've ever heard. But, but he's, yeah, no. he's been playing really well. Kyle Allen, too, he's going to be facing. He's been playing yeah, well, too. Both, and Both and guys have been keeping their teams afloat. Kyle Allen could be winning a job here real quick if he keeps playing this way. Obviously, if, if Cam's healthy, obviously a much more talented and a better player than Kyle Allen. I don't know how healthy Cam can ever recover to be, number one. And number two, one thing I want to mention about these two teams is the play of their running backs. I know Christian McCaffrey has been doing it all all year, just been balling, making it real easy for Kyle Allen to do his thing. He looks thing. really good this year. And Fournette had a had a amazing game uh, last, last this week. I think he had 229 yards. Balled out. I think balled out. Uh, I think took, took 181 yards down the down the sideline. That's the second week in a row he had a, a carry over 60 yards. So it would be good if those two guys can really make, make their teams run. That they're going to need it. It'll be fun to watch. Another fun to watch one, a little AFC battle uh, out, of, out of division, uh, Chiefs-Colts. Colts have been overachieving right now, Jacoby, and obviously the Chiefs are steamrolling. I mean, obviously, you know, squeezed out the game against the Lions, and they're going to need to play better against these Colts. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game because the Colts have a really good defense. Whether or not Dennis, the availability of De- Darius Leonard it would be a big a big thing here. He didn't play last week, and they took a, took a loss to the Raiders. That'll be the difference, honestly. I think if Darius Leonard plays, they have a really good chance of upsetting the Chiefs, but if he doesn't play, then there's going to be a, lot, a bigger struggle for them probably see the Chiefs winning this one they'll probably get back on track and if they don't have Darius Leonard out there I think they're, they're probably going to struggle without the, the captain of their defense yeah I, I agree I don't see the Colts getting the W just because I don't think Brissette can can match Mahomes throw for throw or point for point I want to see a more balanced Chief attack in the last three weeks they've been putting the points up in quarters they haven't really gone a whole four game of really good drives. They they either stop or they have really good drives in a row, like long or quick bursts. But then their defense isn't long. good enough for them to not score consistently. Yeah, because like it, it may work against some of the worst teams that can't score all game. But when you start playing the Patriots and the better teams, it's gonna you're gonna have to put up points in the fourth quarter and, and not just the second quarter. Consistency, probably the question mark for both these teams is Ram Seahawks is. Are we going to get a more consistent Rams defense where they actually shut a team out or play really well and Aaron Donald's everywhere? Or are we going to get a – they allow the Bucks score 50 points on them? Because Russell Wilson's look good, and they let Russell Wilson run around and do his thing. He'll put 50 on them too. Yeah, the, the Rams and the Seahawks is always a fun game, the divisional matchup. What's going on with the Rams' offense? They haven't looked good all year. And now Carson – and now Jerry Goff's turning the ball over, which is not a good thing at all. What's going on with Todd Gurley is another is another big question. He hasn't looked good or explosive at all. But my big thing is, even though Todd Gurley's not not that explosive, why aren't they running the ball anyway? If that's their if that's their bread and butter for their offense, Jared Goff doesn't look comfortable throwing this, the football this many times. Sixty six times would make anybody look uncomfortable. That's almost seventy throws in one game. It's ridiculous. I think it'll help us or help uh, to help help us see where the Seahawks are though, because they're they've been looking good the last first couple weeks. And their defense can be legit. They have a lot of talent on that defense, and they might be underrated, which is pretty remarkable considering the the Legion of Boom is where they come from. We're a couple years removed from the Legion of Boom. Most of the uh, remnants, mostly in that linebacker core, but uh, I think with Jadavian adding that, 
he's definitely played really well since being there, and he just looks like a Seahawk, and he looks he looks good in that defense. Yeah, that interception was uh, pretty remarkable. That when the pick one six, one handed one on Kyler. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was remarkable. They have the Griffin. I brothers. didn't see Kyler go and tackle and track him down. I don't know why. <laughs> That's a business move. Yeah, if I'm Kyler, I get throw an interception. I'm running I'm right just, to the side. Just walking, walking exactly. right back. And and keep my head on the swivel though too. Yeah, you don't want to get pancake block <laughs> trying to go for the tackle. But what do you think there, uh, that Rams Seahawks game? Who do you have? It's going to be a good one. It's going to be close. I mean, all the Rams games have been close so far. It's Thursday in Seattle, too. Thursday in Seattle. Uh, I, I got the Seahawks. I think the Hawks are taking we just, I just too don't short know. after that Rams yeah, loss. That, if Todd Gurley can't, isn't good after seven games or seven days, after four days, it must be real bad. I can only imagine what it looks behind closed doors, yeah. which is sad. He's so young, man. Twenty-five, and the knee arthritis is zapping his explosiveness, and you can just you can just see it. <laughs> That's the sad part about it. At least he got his money. He did get his money, but now Melvin Gordon won't. <laughs> Poor Melvin. Poor Melvin. Poor Melvin. He's get back get back to work, Melvin. He's back. He's come back this month, this week. Fantasy owners rejoice. Right? Melvin is back. To what use we don't know. If you have Austin Eckler, fantasy tip: keep him in the lineup. I the Rams, the team that beat them this week, talked about the Bucks playing the Saints. This is a big, uh, big opportunity for the Bucks to get another divisional win while the Saints don't have Drew Brees in. Uh, it's going to be tough with that defense, but if there's one way you can attack New Orleans, it's through the air. Without Drew Brees, the Saints are very, very, very beatable. If we can keep getting as much pressure on the quarterback as we've been getting these past couple of weeks. It'll be very hard for Teddy Bridgewater to make plays. He already only throws the ball like five yards, five yards out of the field anyway. The big thing here is this is the availability again of Devin White. I think he will be a very, very important part in stopping Alvin Kamara, because similar to what uh, Cowboys have is what you need to stop Alvin Kamara is speed at linebacker, and mm-hmm. Devin White is probably the fastest linebacker in the league now mm-hmm. uh, since coming in. That'll be the big thing is getting him back, and then just making sure James Winston is play, plays a clean game. Get a good divisional win and go to three and two, which I don't think many people would have thought the Bucks would be. And as you start looking at our division, there's what two backup quarterbacks playing. The, the Falcons look absolutely horrible. Honestly, South has become wide open. A very very winnable division for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the NFC North looks tough. NFC North, man, woof. Good luck. They could get four teams in. They might all four teams might get in this year. Speaking of an NFC North team. The Packers are hosting the Cowboys, which is always always a fun matchup to watch. Yeah, that's probably the game of the week. Um, what 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 time is that at? Is that a four fifteen or one o'clock game? It's a four twenty five okay, Sunday so game. Okay, so that's that's the one you're gonna want to have your uh, your TVs on at four twenty five. It's gonna be a showdown. I'm gonna really trying to validate the Packers defense for a couple weeks now, but this will be another chance for them to really show that they're they're a really good team. But we, I really want to see Aaron Rodgers get on track. I mean, even last week, threw a couple more touchdowns. He had a really good game. But the end of that game just was so un-Aaron Rodgers-like. He doesn't throw picks. And now he's throwing a pick at the three-yard line. Aaron Rodgers usually plays good against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He's So uh, I think that's probably what I'm, we're going to see. I think the Packers' defense, is, they're not going to give Dak what those defenses were given Dak. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to come down to play calling, honestly. I think it's going to be who can establish their what they want to do better. Cowboys get on a good running game. If Zeke's able to get, get going, then I think they can really start making it happen with practice. But if uh, Aaron Rodgers get out to a nice lead and sustain it, which they haven't been able to do all year, then I think the Packers can really make a statement here. So, yeah, game of the week, Packers-Cowboys. That's definitely the one I'm going to be wanting to watch. 
I think I'm going Packers there though. I like Aaron Rodgers to uh, redeem himself. I I'm think going he's Packers pissed. as well. I think he feels like he 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 lost the, the the game for the team. He's gonna redeem himself after that. Our last little topic here. We did the games and stuff. I kind of wanted to bring up is uh, A B on the sixty one million dollar uh, lawsuit starting to look a little frantic. I mean, I guess it's a last ditch effort to recoup everything he's gotten. But I mean, there's no way he's getting anything from from the Raiders. He might. I mean, he might get a million dollars from the Patriots, but I don't. I don't. I don't see how he sees anything else. I'm sure there's no way the language in the contract for the Patriots didn't have a clause for them to cut. And I'm sure the Raiders did too. After this, we're talking about these billionaires. We aren't dumb people with without lawyers on the other side on the other side already. So I feel like AB just really just grabbing at air, doing whatever he can. So you think he's done for this year? Or um, do you think he ever comes well, back? I mean, if he doesn't get suspended, the talent's there, obviously. He's the top three receiver in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked up by a team, I don't know, the Eagles or somebody who thinks they can, the culture in the locker room is that stronger than that. But, I mean, he's such a toxic, toxic, toxic person. Like, it's just ridiculous. He, you can't leave him with his phone or he's going to tweet about it. I don't know. It would be interesting to see going forward. I mean, I didn't think he was going to get picked up after the Raiders dropped him. I just hope this 30 for 30 doesn't end with the most pathetic withdrawal from sports. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in, like, Europe or something. Because he's, lo- he's not just losing NFL money, too. Like, he lost his Nike sponsorship. I'm sure he lost other other deals we haven't heard of. When, you, when you're a football player like that, you stop playing football, you lose everything that comes with the game. Like, it's not just just the game. You lose a lot more than just If you guys ever uh, want to get a kick... You know, go read Antonio Brown's Instagram comments. They are hilarious. And then go over to Baker Mayfield because they're pretty funny over there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield's exit. Hey, Just keep that same energy. That's all you got to do. Keep that same energy. Until next time, folks. Peace. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick. With the first pick in the 2015 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jameis Winston. Yeah, welcome to Tampa, this the home of the bus yeah. Silverado's and the models getting thrown in the truck Let's It's go. just a model getting bottles and we throwing them up You see the 50 in the Tahoe's when I go to the club yeah. Hey, what up 94-1, what up Club Scott what up? Put your hands up to the ceiling, pray the realest never die Amen. Got some women in my section and my liquor on the side Woo. Blast it, hop on Tampa Road and hit the traffic uh. This the home where you could come and get your ass kicked Go to any school around and find a draft pick. Tatted white boy slinging with the plastic. Lot of white girls looking white girl plastic. Damn. Big ass city, this the home of all the titties. You could come and throw your 50s while we rolling like the 60s. Rocking in my city, got my vodka in my handy. Got me bumping pocket diddy. Tell the cops to come and get me. Gone. We just got Mike Evans. We got this Sean Jackson. McCoy's on that line. If you running, we're smashing. Back. Been sleeping on us. We stay underrated. We went and got Jameis like fuck graduation. They trying to shoot us down, but we keep afloat. Hey. It's cannons over here, we don't need a boat. Hey, they talking all this shit, but I don't see them though. Nah, I hit the 0 and 2, and now I'm 3 and 0. Woo! From the D to the Bay, this the new city. new city. When you see the pirate ship, know the crew with me. We lost a lot of chances, there was too many. Now we back to business, so you know I got the suit with me. Hall of Fame gang, what a born set.